0: Hello everyone, home is where the heart is. The heartful interaction between parents and their children sets the foundation for the people our children will turn out to be. Home is a show where we will be exploring on how parents can navigate the realities of raising our future leaders. My name is Eva Christodoulou and I'm with the research and development team here in Leaderonomics. Welcome home. Today we'll be talking about developing a very specific character trait in our children. Uh, we are going to be talking about uh, developing GRIT. Uh, GRIT is a key driver for leadership, uh, effectiveness and success. And to explore further, we have here with us once again, Sibella Ang. Sibella uh, is a child development psychologist trained, uh, trained as an educator as well as a child and family development specialist. She works with a diverse group of clients, including parents, teachers. And children to provide consultation, coaching and training
1: in enhancing developmental skills. Sibella, great to have you here with us once again. Thank you for having me back. It is a great pleasure to discuss one of my favorite current topics in child development, Yeah,
0: uh, I know you do a lot of work around GREET at the moment. So yes, it's I great do. to have you here. Uh, yes. wh- what is GREET? Why is it so critical for success?
1: Now, greed is about being passionate and to persevere when situations become challenging to accomplish a long-term goal. So um, Angela Duckworth, uh, she is a psychologist and researcher who coined this term, uh, conducted numerous studies and one of those included um, 190 finalists in a national spelling bee competition. It was found that deliberate practice time so op- they operationally defined it as um, studying and memorizing words were an effortful, very effective method of practice, but the least enjoyable. Um, and However, deliberate practice time actually predicted a performance in, co- in the National Spelling Bee Competition um, better than the other two methods of practice, which was you know, being quizzed by others. And leisure reading. Right. So essentially, what this tells us is that a greedy person is one who stays committed to a task, regardless of how difficult or boring it is, and persists even the face even in the face of failures, setbacks, or challenges, until they achieve what they've set out to do. Um, greed is very important, a critical um, driver for success because it drives motivation. And um, it is also independent of intelligence and talent. In fact, uh, through research as well, it is found that greed is a better predictor of success compared to IQ level and talent. Okay, Um, you you mentioned a couple of things
0: here, Mm -hmm. perseverance Mm -hmm. and and passion. Um, Is greed the same as perseverance? Are we talking about the same thing? Uh, Is passion uh, an essential element to
1: greed? Yes, well, greed consists of both elements, actually, passion and perseverance. Um, You'd find that people often persist even in the face of failure or even when they encounter setbacks and challenges when they love the things they do, when they are doing things that they care about and when they are doing things that they enjoy, uh, which essentially stems from being passionate about something. So yes, both elements actually go hand in hand to develop greed. Um, and if I may add, in another recent research conducted by researchers at, the, at Columbia Business School, uh, so from Columbia University, it was found that passion did not only strengthen the relationship between perseverance and um, performance among job employees, but that perseverance also propels employees forward when they experience desired levels of passion. So um, to put things into context, um, I have here with me an example as well, if you're familiar with the Italian singer uh, Andrea Bocelli. Yes. Yeah, so he originally started his career as a lawyer, and some um, fans might know that. Um, And of course, studying law is uh, a course of study that requires a substantial amount of persistence, particularly given his blindness. Um, But even while pursuing this field of study, Bocelli continued to sing at piano bars. Um, But it wasn't until Bocelli actually allowed himself to be fully immersed in the pursuit of singing, uh, a passion that, quote-unquote, a passion he couldn't shake off, that he found success. So based on this example and findings from this research, um, Of course, you know, one may conclude that perseverance without passion isn't grit, but merely a grind.
0: Right. So, so grit is uh, persevering, but at the same time, being passionate about what you do. Yes, that's So you can have perseverance without passion and that works, but only to a certain extent. Yes. Uh, Passion is the one that really drives you to perform much, much better. Yes, that's right. All right. Um, Why is it essential to develop grit from a young age?
1: Well, when children are, I mean, children aren't just going to spontaneously be gritty when they grow up. If they learn that quitting is the easiest option when faced with a difficult situation, and, and if, of course, their parents allow it to happen, then they would not develop greed or a psychological hardiness or even perseverance or persistence when they encounter challenges. And challenges may be a difficult situation or a boring task. Um, so you'd find that, you know, this... Mindset is also equated with the fixed mindset that we covered in episode 5. We can start teaching children to develop gritty traits even in preschool. So, you know, teaching them how to commit to something and work hard. um, And of course, giving them the idea or teaching them the idea that the learning process isn't always fun. But if a child is motivated to improve at something because he or she likes it, then the struggle will seem worthwhile and the success will be its own rewards. How, how do we know when to push enough? Uh, so, for example, mm-hmm.
0: um, a, a lot of parents out there, we want our children to uh, succeed in a special um, uh, tasks or so maybe uh, music lessons mm-hmm. or, or math or spelling bees mm-hmm. and all that. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's driven more by the 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 willingness of the parents to see it through True. rather than yes. the children. And yeah. we have a lot of children going through it and persevering all the way until the highest level of uh, grades that you can get. But they hate it (laughs) and then they just give up the Mm -hmm. first chance that they get. So how do we make sure that um, we push when we really have to push, when we should be pushing and when to let go a little bit
1: and decide? Because it it comes Mm -hmm. back to passion, I suppose. Yes, this is a great question. Um, And interesting that you also brought up music lessons uh, because I would like to put things into context by sharing an example from my own childhood, actually. Uh, My parents had always wanted me to excel in music, uh, like most Asian parents, specifically the piano. So naturally, I found myself swimming through the tides of daily practice in preparation for the yearly exams. Now, it wasn't something that I was very passionate about or very interested in. So to be very honest, um, I'm sorry, mom and dad, if you're listening to this, but going to piano lessons felt very dreadful. And I found myself just going through the motions, you know, just because I was in this and my parents, of course, wanted me to excel in it. Um, My my performance actually suffered uh, through as the years went by um, because clearly I just wasn't that interested, and I I practiced for the sake of practicing. You know? So after much reasoning um, and persuasion on my part, many years later, um, my parents finally relented. And I, I got to stop taking piano lessons uh, with the compromise that I would at least pass my grade seven exams. I know um, most of you might think, well, that's just one grade away from completing the entire uh, a course of study. But you know, I just wasn't interested anymore, and I checked out, you know, a long time ago. But on the other hand, I was very passionate about rhythmic gymnastics but my parents um, had their reservations about sending me for training. So again, um, I honed my reasoning and persuasive skills, and they finally agreed to let me attend gymnastics training. However, I was uh, 11 by then, so naturally I was far behind from all the other gymnasts my age. I had to start from the lowest grade, the bottom, alongside much younger children. So if you can imagine an 11-year-old, Um, with a bunch of four- and five-year-olds. But, you know, that didn't stop me. It was my personal goal and my passion to attend at least a selection for competitions. So I actually really worked hard every day. And um, within months and with my own daily training and practice, I I actually did made it for selections. Um, But of course, you know, four years later, I had to stop because of a spine condition. So in essence, I'm telling this story because as parents, you will need to listen to your child. While your young child may not have identified um, an activity that they're interested or passionate about yet, you can actually help them by allowing them to you know, um, explore different activities. But of course, with exploring these different activities, you will also need to sit down and set realistic goals for with them. So for example, if your child is persistent about, you know, going for um, ballet lessons or karate lessons or swimming lessons, you can perhaps get them to at least complete a term. So perhaps the goal could be completing 10 training sessions or completing training sessions for an entire term um, and of course, you know, practice while you're in that activity. So, this encouragement and the opportunity to explore different activities will not only help young children to cultivate a passion or to identify an interest, but it would also teach them that, you know, they will need to work hard at something that they are, you know, trying out. So, even if The activity, swimming lessons, if, you know, things get hard, if the the teacher is too fierce or if, you know, the water is too cold. uh, As parents, you will still need to encourage your child that while you're in this activity and until you accomplish your goal, you will have to stick to it. Practice and, of course, you know, as long as you complete the goal that you set out to do, then we can move on to the next activity. And that's a very fine balance to, to, to
0: find, I suppose, because yeah. uh, as a parent, you don't really know which... Uh, um, since since they make choices very early on, they yeah. might change their mind, and yes. that's fine. Yes, But when do you know when to really push them because mm-hmm. they just need a push? Yes, Or when to say, you know what, I think they had enough of this, and let's just move on to something else?
1: Right. Um, I think it is important to, again, um, help them to identify... Um, a goal, at least, or mini goals along the way. Because I think when children realize that, you know, even if they can achieve a mini goal, for example, you know, just comp- going for um, swimming lessons um, for the entire month, or even just going for, for swimming lessons for that day, even if, you know, I'm just, I, I don't feel like it, that can be a mini goal in itself. And when children accomplish that, um, parents will also need to then. Um, reinforce the fact that your child actually has put in some effort into accomplishing that goal and so that's that's the push really that as parents you can do for your child um, especially when they are exploring an activity but they are encountering difficulties and challenges and so of course you know once children have accomplished a, a, a a goal or or accomplished activity after a set period of time, then parents can sit down with their child and reevaluate. if perhaps swimming is something that they're really interested in. Um, And if it is, then again, find another set of goals, uh, increase the difficulty, challenge your child to, you know, help them to accomplish greater heights. But if the child just simply isn't interested in swimming anymore, then it is okay to stop. You know, of course, one's um, set goal has been achieved. So again, it is important for parents to be empathetic and to listen to your child. Um, then of course, it also comes with a fine line of knowing when to push and to encourage and to motivate. And, and at the end of the day, if your child just simply isn't interested after they have put in a lot of effort and they have accomplished what they've set out to do, then it is okay to stop. So so, how do parents um, um, nurture grit in children?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, is it is it about setting goals, uh, talking uh, talking about what the progress has been, and uh, uh, deciding with the child together?
1: Yes, um, I think that setting goals is actually a uh, uh, one of the first steps to okay. to increase motivation in children, um, and children really if, you know, from a young age, if they have been nurtured to adopt um, the right attitude and a growth mindset, children embrace challenges. It's almost like playing a video game. You know, they want to go from one level to another. Um, And so in the same way, when you set goals with your child, you can gamify it or you can make it look like a game where, you know, you'd have to you know, go from one level to another uh, to accomplish what you set out to do. Um, But one activity that parents can actually start doing with their child at home is um, what Angela Duckworth has called the hard thing rule, which she herself has actually implemented in her own household. So it requires each family member to choose an activity that requires deliberate practice on a daily basis. So it could be um, taking up baking classes. It can be picking up a new language or learning a new instrument, um, or even you know karate lessons, ballet, soccer. Now each family has to set each family member, sorry, has to set a goal, and stick to the selected activity for a period of time. No one is allowed to quit midway, even if things seem too hard. Now, I think this is great because it sets a good example um, for children to witness their parents going through the same process um, where effort, diligence, perseverance, resilience and passion is required to accomplish what they've set out to do. Not only that, it also helps to develop a growth mindset when members of the family come together and discuss how to overcome challenging situations, um, setbacks and even failures.
0: So it goes back to uh, role modelling and uh, pra- practising what we preach,
1: essentially. Yes, it does, actually. Because young children, you'd be amazed to see how they, they, they copy or they, you know, um, unconsciously or subconsciously actually mimic your every behaviour. And so they do look up to parents as their role models at a very young age. So, right. Yeah.
0: Um any common errors that you've seen parents uh, parents do when it comes to to developing greed?
1: Yes. Well, um I, I again, I think all good, all parents have good intentions to protect their child. Um but again, when they do allow their child to quit easily um, without setting a goal or without helping their child to accomplish a goal for any particular activity that their child has set out to do, then children will learn to opt for the easy way out whenever they encounter a difficult or boring situation. Um, so for example, I uh, in episode 5, I mentioned that I, I coach gymnastics. Um, and I've seen too often, um, there are actually two sets of parents. One set of parents think that, oh, you know, training is too hard. You know, my, my child always comes home crying um, because the teacher is too fierce, you know, because um, the training is too challenging, it's too difficult. It looks so painful. Um, but if they allow their child to quit halfway, you know, halfway through class, and that happens a lot without completing a term, without having their child learn the full routine, um it then sends the message that oh you know um for the child and they think that oh you know when when things get too hard my parents would always come in to save me and I can just quit without actually finding a solution to to continue on to push through until uh, again a goal is achieved but when do you draw the line?
0: Because if you mm-hmm. see a small uh, girl, sure, a three-year-old, yeah. four-year-old girl yes, crying oh, yes. after the, the end of every class, yes. it's kind of a, <laughs> a sign that you should maybe take them out.
1: Sure. Um, again, I have seen that happen as well. <laughs> um, I think it is also important to for the parent to speak to the coach. Um, right. Sometimes it, it, it may not be, you know, sometimes the child themselves um, may be interested in the activity. Um, but perhaps you know there may be some other issues Uh, perhaps it could be an injury it could be a muscle ache um, or or as I'd like to put it growing pains especially when you do stretches for too long. Um, Sometimes it's also important for parents to check in with the instructor or with the coach or with the teacher to find out how you can work together to Again, understand the child's abilities, understand the child's personality um, so that you can help the child to, to push them um, and to achieve their, their full capabilities. Um, now, of course, if a child you know, cries all the time um, and you know, just doesn't want to do it anymore, um, then parents can also sit down with the child to identify what is actually causing the child to be crying at the end of the day. If it is because the child is experiencing pain, um, or if the teacher is too strict, then parents can actually sit down and and explain to the child, you know, and show videos to the child that, you know, it takes a lot of effort and hard work um, in order to be, for example, a good gymnast. Um, And so at the end of the day, if the child, you know, after uh, perhaps a month of training, and the child's just isn't interested, yes. then that is when you can explore other activities with the child. All right. Yeah. Uh, any final thoughts before we end? Sure. Um, yeah, I think that we all definitely have our limits. Um, and of mm-hmm. course, um, you know, we, we as adults, we know when to stop. But for young children especially, um, it is important for parents to nurture the, the belief and a mindset that if they keep trying And if they are able to learn from failures, um, bounce back from stumbles, setbacks, and challenges, um, children can then learn that they can achieve amazing things as long as they keep trying.
0: All right. Thank you very much for joining us once again, Sibella.
1: Thank you for having me back. (laughs) You've been listening to Leadernomics FM, the science of building leaders.